Right now, we have Dusty Stray in studio, going to be playing a live set for us. And then at 530, I'm going to be sitting down with him only on Radio 1190 Local Shakedown. Thank you, folks. Okay, so the next number... Oh, by the way, I'm Dusty Stray. I guess you already heard that. Um, <laughs> this next song is a, a song that's uh, based on a true story of a time when I was about six or seven, uh, and I was playing in the driveway uh, in Texas, uh, making some kind of mud pot, well, mud castle kind of thing, and I'd been working all day on it, and this little kid, neighborhood kid, he came up, and he just looked at it and he just made fun of it and then he just destroyed it uh, just kicked it over 
and I was so angry that I picked up the nearest thing I could find, which was a brick, and I just threw it at this little kid, and um, it, it hit him in the head, and he was covered in blood, and it was horrible, and uh, he didn't need stitches. He was okay in the end, um, but it kind of freaked me out, so uh, I thought, well, I'll have to write a song about that, <laughs> and this one uh, is called Blood Trail. special creation I worked so hard on the good part of an afternoon I felt an anger welling up inside of me you were in danger it came so unexpectedly and you could not run away all the screaming she soon figured out that it was an emergency you left a blood trail across the driveway to the kitchen counter where you were sitting in it and it would not wash away Thank you, folks. Okay. Hope everybody's having a very nice uh, sunny Friday. Uh, actually, I can't tell if it's sunny <laughs> sitting here in radio station, but I guess it's still sunny. Um, this next song, well, it's not exactly a sunny song, but um, it is a song about uh, one of my, my favorite uh, American outsider, so-called outsider artists, uh, Henry Darger, who some of you probably know. Um, this was a man who um, kept to himself in his Chicago apartment, uh, and he uh, everybody thought he was kind of weird. All his neighbors thought he was wondering; they were all wondering what he was up to in there, because uh, he would just sit there and forever and work on something. Well, when he died, they discovered uh, when they went through his belongings that he had been in there working on a fifteen thousand one hundred and forty-five page novel called "In the Realms of the Unreal." And not only that, but he, he illustrated it with these incredible uh, artworks, these these sort of illustrations to the novel, uh, which were kind of watercolor collage kind of things uh, that depicted some pretty disturbing uh, things, but also beautiful at the same time. And um, well, this is a song called Henry's Room, uh, which is all about the you know place he made that stuff and. Uh, 
it goes something like this. I'm just going to slightly move a mic here. Okie dokie. All right, uh, here we go, folks. Henry's room.
dokie. That was Henry's room. Uh, okay, now we're gonna go from Henry's room to the room of Morton Bartlett, who was another uh, outsider artist guy, um, and he was I think in Boston, I believe, and um, he was this guy who also uh, did a lot of stuff in his room. He uh, when he died, they went to his apartment building and they discovered that he had been busy uh, sculpting out of plaster a bunch of uh, pretty amazing sculptures of these children uh, out of plaster but not only that he also knitted their clothing for them and he uh, positioned them around his house and uh, uh, you know doing things kids do like uh, you know eating breakfast drawing on the walls and so on uh, and he would take these really nice black and white photographs of that and uh, yeah I don't know they're really nice and he um, you know he was an orphan he never married and I guess he he always wanted his own family a bunch of kids and uh, so I, I like to think he put those in his little um, f fantasy photo album uh, you know to look at every now and then and this song is called Family Album here we go folks basically it explains everything I, I just explained to you <laughs> Sorry. here we go Family Album this is a song about Morton Bartlett he was an orphan and he never did wed He wanted children oh so desperately And so he built a fantasy family Bartlett was a self-taught artist it seems Always determined to follow his dreams Each day for 30 years he'd sculpt without fail His plaster children with obsessive detail class type he went to Harvard and he smoked a nice pipe he said his sculpting was a proper hobby a way to let one certain urges go free he was a loner with no need of a friend he kept his secret right up until the end when he died his family was discovered at last Fifteen girls, three boys, and stacks of their photographs.
Okie doke. So um, I hope uh, everyone's having a nice afternoon. Uh, this one is a song called The Girl. And this is off the very first Dusty Stray album uh, called Tales of Misfortune and Woe. And um, now we're up to the fourth album. It just came out in November called A Tree Fell and Other Songs. But this one, uh, the first album was mostly, uh, well, just a bunch of really kind of sad uh, sort of murder ballad type, type songs. And, um, sorry, I just had a sip of water. Uh, this is a dialogue between uh, like a, a poor young girl and a kind of dirty old rich man. That's, that's what this one's all about. Okay, and I'll be playing both parts, but uh, I will not change my voice. Okay, here we go. <coughs> Let's start that one again. I'll do this other song uh, from that same album. This one, this one is kind of a crowd pleaser about a little boy who gets lost in the woods on a winter's day and um, ends up freezing to death. And uh, but it actually has somewhat of a happy ending. If that makes any sense. <coughs> okay, this is called Winter's Day. 
is called uh, this is off the new album uh, a tree fell and other songs which i happen to have on vinyl everywhere i go <laughs> sorry i'm tuning this up here um and uh, uh so if you come to a show actually I, i'm just gonna do a little um commercial here uh, i'm playing here in boulder um at the laughing goat on the 10th of uh, of this month so actually next that's a, f- a week from tonight actually so uh, come check it out and we'll talk. <laughs> this is called Alibi. I 
This one is uh, uh, this next song is a song called Midwife. And I guess that's all I'll say about that one. Baby bird with broken wing, cannot. <coughs> so let's start that one again too. Okay, uh, baby bird with broken wing cannot fly, and he doesn't want to sing about anything. Reaching down to the place on the ground he
cups my head in her hands I don't get how she understands me now I'm told not to say a word of my thoughts about the bird I found And you told me a story when I had enough we heard frogs accordion and then we saw them oh, you were a midwife to the strangers in my Baby bird with broken wing cannot fly and he doesn't want to sing about anything. Okie doke. This is uh, the title track off the new album, A Tree Fell. How would you know so far from home weatherman called it a terrible storm watching a talk show a warning appears the strongest winds that have swept through in years and a tree fell on your house when you were gone a tree fell on your so how is it there you and your pair do you feel sheltered protected and cared for well i'm doing fine at the school for the blind it's a job i was very prepared for a tree fell on your house when you were gone a tree fell on your house when you were gone it's a disaster how days move much faster and faster and farther away from you he came around down had plenty of places to take you to I hate to be the bearer of bad news but at least this way I get to talk to you 
tree Okay, and now it's to my down to my last number. It's been very nice uh, having you guys as an audience out there. Uh, so we're gonna end with a a big crazy uh, short number. Um, this one is called Into Beads. All right, here. I'm just gonna take off my guitar in one second. Radio 1190, KVCU Boulder. Uh, right now, I'm here with Jonathan Jonathan, sorry, from Dusty Stray. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thanks. That was an awesome here. set. I really liked it. Really, really mellow. It was very beautiful. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, so I guess I got a few questions to ask you today. Uh, mainly, uh, how long have you been making music for? 
making music for a real long time, but only like like putting albums out since mm -hmm. uh, 2009. The first Dusty yeah. Stray album came out in 2009. Well, no, that's not true. Actually, before that, I had a duo called Umo, H-U-M-O, in Barcelona. Oh, really? That's uh, kind of, yeah, it's it's sort of the collector's item, that album, but it was released uh, a couple years before that. Oh. So. Nice. Uh, but yeah. So did you sort of... Um, so from what it from what I read is you were originally born in Taiwan mm -hmm. and then moved to Texas. Yeah. Um, so when you were in Texas, was there a lot of like is that where you kind of explored music as, at a young age? I would say. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's it's I was exposed to you know uh, well to be honest, <laughs> I yeah. went to church and had a lot of youth you know youth groups sing along yeah, to totally. the campfire those kind of things. Those are the first things I actually you know played learned how to play guitar a bit those mm -hmm. kind of things. And then uh, and when I got into college, um, that's where I really. Uh, uh, was exposed to stuff like the, uh, you know, real folk music from the 20s and 30s, which yeah, I really like am the, crazy about the Harry Smith anthology. Yeah, the stuff, stuff like that, um, like Alan Lomax and Pete yeah, Seeger, they like drove yeah, around exactly, the country, yeah, that exactly, stuff. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's really neat. So, so, um, has, so that seems to be like part of your influence, but, uh, you've been to places like, Barcelona and the Netherlands and played in all these crazy bands and stuff like how what has that done I think for your like just how you think about music in general you know that's kind of a broad question <laughs> I know uh, <laughs> what being in different uh, bands in so many different like types of yeah, bands yeah and styles and yeah places. I just I don't know I love well the, the place thing I'll tell you real quick I mean the place uh, I, I just I went to Barcelona thinking I'd stay there for a year and then I ended up staying eight years there oh, <laughs> and there I met my uh, I met a Dutch woman who's who I'm now married to mm -hmm. and and uh, she brought me over here, strangely enough. So, yeah, <laughs> well, uh, yeah it's uh, but okay. But about the music, yeah, I, I just you know, it's basically I, I meet people and you know, like everybody does, and you mm -hmm. just start form forming bands, whatever that exactly. band may be. And in Barcelona, yeah, I had a really fun, uh, like a, a short-lived psychedelic band, mm -hmm. kind of like, well, it, yeah, it, and and a bluegrass band, and uh, and then I started doing my own thing for the first time, really, like playing my mm -hmm. own music. Uh, uh, and then that sort of morphed into Dusty Stray, I guess, when I when I got to Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah so your first record was put out by Basta. Basta. Basta, Basta? Records. Yeah. 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 So what is um? How was that like debut in the Netherlands? I think for you know having well, an American yeah. style. Well, <laughs> It's funny because it was really like right when the album came out, I got kind of what's considered the best review to get in Holland, which is the yeah. Volkskrant, which is the biggest uh -huh. you know uh, newspaper. And, you know, it was like a four-star review in that newspaper saying, this is like, you know, amazing. It was just, it, I was wow. blown away. But so then I thought, oh, wow, things are really going to be amazing. You know, it's going to yeah. keep going high. But then it kind of tapered off a bit. <laughs> I mean, it got, you know, it was okay. But it wasn't, I think the funny thing about Holland is there are there is this this fan base that I have there, but you know it's it's not by any means top forty music, so people it's not going to be, you know, the masses aren't going to be into that. So, so uh, but it's enough to kind of you know tour around Holland and England as well and Germany, a bit of Spain too. So yeah, it's it's yeah fun. I think I think the interesting thing about like releases like that because. Uh, they're they're like an indie label, right? So yeah. you, so for in a certain sense, you had like a European cult following. Yeah, uh, I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, that I think that's just amazing because usually, I mean, that's what we're all about here at Radio Eleven Ninety is independent cool. music and things like that. So um, that's just sort of some frame of reference for m our more dedicated listeners. But uh, other interesting thing I read about you were in 
you were in or helped make Lee Harvey Oswald the musical. Yeah, I co-wrote it and uh, and 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 yeah, I started it. I, I played the role of Lee Harvey Oswald. I, I need yeah, know. That, okay, that was a, a thing that we. I, I, okay, uh, it was Evil Twins production. It okay. was myself and this guy Patrick Stove, who happened to be born in the same day, same year as me. And, oh wow! Uh, and so we thought, and he was really into uh, acting and musicals, and I had done a bit here and there or whatever. Mm. But, you know, we said, hey, I had been sitting on this idea for years. Yeah. And he said, let's do it together. And he changed it around a bit and with my original script. And, uh, and uh, but we, you know, it was amazing. We, we put it on in Amsterdam at a really great uh, a theater there for like, it was two, uh, we did one weekend and it was sold out and they wanted another one. So we wow. did another weekend, like extra, you know, reprise thing. And then we thought, okay, this is kind of, you know, semi-successful here, so we might as well do something more else with it. So we took it to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival uh, and, and did it 28 times at the Fringe wow. Festival. Yeah, and it was really, and it was, this was like a massive production with a, a screen behind, an enormous mm -hmm. screen that we had, all, we had access to all the footage, the, the footage of wow. all the films. We got permission to use the Zapruder film, all that kind of stuff. It was just amazing. It was really amazing. And not many people know about it. It's really kind of too bad. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. The people who went to the shows in Edinburgh it, knew it. Yeah. It seems like yeah. that like blew up mm -hmm. and to, yeah, because that, that is the first time I've heard about it. I I grew up a lot on like uh, musicals and stuff, so I pretty much know most of them, but that sounds like amazing. No, it was um, a lot of fun, yeah. Did you score that? Did you write Yeah, the and, and we even recorded it. With, it has strings, and it's amazing. It has oh. so many nice things in it, but I, I'm seriously thinking now is probably the time for the next couple of years to put it out <laughs> think, as yeah. just a recording, which is, you know, like, I mean, oh, yeah. Totally. It's, when I, sometimes I listen to those old recordings, I'm like, oh, this is not bad. <laughs> yeah, so um, we'll see. We'll see. That'll come someday. So <laughs> you, you kind of just announced that today, this today, that you recently won the, the Boulder Weekly, like, artist submission. You had a few. You wrote Oh, yeah. That. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was shocked. Yesterday, I was, I, you know, picked up uh -huh. the Boulder Weekly, and I saw that they had decided, you know, they'd chosen, and I thought, oh, well, I haven't heard anything from them, so yeah. I guess I didn't win anything or whatever, and I, I had submitted five five stories, and and then I looked through there backwards, you know, kind of, and I said, oh, finalist, yeah, maybe I'm in the finalist, and oh, I was, you know, and then I kept oh, wow. flipping through there, and, so, and then I said, oh, look, I'm also honorable mention, and then oh, I'm third prize too. It was just like <laughs> yeah. the craziest thing because I'd never done that before. I'd never submitted anything for like That's that for content. A con a contest like that and so I thought yeah yeah I mean I was I was about to ask uh, like how much do you actually write like it seems like more from what you've described like a like a hobby or, or so, just something well, you, a passion uh, project yeah it's, I guess so I mean well the, it's funny because I was kind of playing for the first time writing short stories a little bit before I wrote that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald the yeah. musical <laughs> script and uh, and then I got into uh I guess after that I did the, the sort of like a morning exercise where every morning I'll just wake up and I'll just write whatever a few pages of whatever you know and then that sort of turned into uh, instead of just sh random short stories that turned into like more long like longer things yeah and so yeah I don't know I'm sitting on a bunch of stuff that it's someday maybe I'll try to get out there or whatever but um, this this was just a really nice uh, yeah that's thing I mean, that that's... yeah I'm, I'm still pretty blown away yeah so how long have you officially been in Boulder because I think the first time four I months. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. How do you like crazy. it so far? Well, it's 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 amazing. I mean, in the beginning, of course, uh, it's just a massive change because I haven't lived here in the mm -hmm. states in so long, and and uh, and and my wife is Dutch, and actually, it's fun because it's fun because now I get to see her. Uh, you know, people mm -hmm. like you know asking her, "Wait, where are you from?" Because that used to happen to me all the time in Europe. <laughs> yeah. You know, so now I get to see her do that. But, but uh, no, it's a wonderful place to live. It really is. Uh, it seems, uh, yeah, pretty incredible. I like Denver too. I mean, Denver, yeah. Den Denver. I mean, nothing against Boulder, but Denver kind of seems more real. <laughs> 
<laughs> and yeah, Bob is a little bit like, oh, everybody's so happy. How can it be yeah, <laughs> that they're so happy or something? It's sort of but, amazing. Uh, I love uh, yeah. Boulder is like sort of a bubble, but they, I'm kind of in between those two things, sort of somewhere. So whatever. But uh, but you know, it's yeah, it's amazing. Boulder's a pretty great place. Yeah. So was your first gig here at uh, Record Store Day? Because I think that was the first. I think time so. I saw yeah, 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 yeah. Here. Oh, but in in Denver, I played. Oh, okay. <laughs> I played. I'm not gonna get into detail, but mm-hmm. I had the funniest thing that had ever happened to me. I played a show in Denver uh, my first show in you know the US since I moved yeah. here and and I was asked to kindly stop after the first set because it was too much of a downer on oh, Saturday night what? yeah and I was actually for the first time in my life told I'm supposed to pay you but you need to probably leave because these people you know they're not used to this and there were people like leaving and complaining that it was too much of a downer that's and I thought wow okay I guess I'll pack my stuff up then. see that that surprises me only in the sense that I feel like they should have known that before well to know? be fair the, the booker was amazing I mean she it wasn't her fault but like the, the, yeah. the other the guy the, the owner's the like yeah these the regulars and they were kind of I mean I walked in there when I walked in they were playing uh, Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift stuff over the oh, <laughs> so I thought maybe okay. it's not a good match you yeah, know? That, that makes sense that's so that's so quint like I feel like that's hilarious to me just from having been here for a few years like I feel like people love your stuff I, I mean we got people telling us like even while you were playing that really it's really all about that oh, so that's amazing um, that's so cool. it's just funny that, that that's such like an isolated incident to me I've never heard that coming from Denver but uh well, I guess stuff happens. Well, and it's also, like, for me, I mean, like I said, it's like over there, you know, I wasn't massive or anything in, in Europe, but uh, I was known places or whatever, you know, there yeah. were places where I'd play, and people would even show up with their Dusty Strain t-shirts oh, and things, and I was like, yeah. yeah, cool. But then I come here, and it's just hilarious because I'm having to really start over, uh, you know, square one kind of thing, you know, like nobody really uh, yeah. has a clue. Getting gigs and things is just, you know, pretty tough. So, hey, if there are any bookers out there, uh, please yeah. get in touch because, uh, you know, could use your help you know yeah definitely um so i guess so i read that you helped like co-produce the first album did you do that through most of your projects is yeah it's mostly them? recording it like just you know my home basic home studio and then uh getting help uh, later and pumping it up and all yeah, that totally. of course yeah but but then the last one was actually or no the second one was the second one was uh, it was the only one that was in a real you know amazing studio and that was recorded with uh, J B Myers and Ken Stringfellow of the Posies mm-hmm. and and that was just a, so much fun a week we sat in this amazing studio uh, you know mm-hmm. nine till twelve at night and just had so much fun coming up with all kinds of you know ways to decorate yeah. the songs that was totally. a blast but other than that it's mostly been at home and well one the last album Kramer the mm-hmm. producer. Uh, who I was very blessed to, <laughs> to have work on the last two albums. He came over uh, to our place in Amsterdam and recorded everything with his laptop and two amazing microphones. Oh, so yeah. he did. He had his own little portable studio, which just it, was, it turned out amazing. I it's was so it's happy. crazy the digital age with the stuff you can make pretty, really decent like sounding records. Just Amazing. with like in your basement, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's very cool. So. Um, I gotta ask. I, I usually just ask this every time I see it. That Omnicord. Where did you get it? I love that thing. I don't so even much. remember. I got it from like an eBay sort of thing in oh, Holland. Really? In Holland, yeah. Uh, but it's funny that I, yeah, I was, I was like five, six years ago or something. Mm. And and now I, you know I look on there and everything's just. I mean, it was already a bit expensive, but now it's just outrageously expensive yeah. for these. You know, old original th- they'll, Omnicords. They'll yeah. run for like around four hundred. Yeah, at like least. That. Yeah, yeah. And it's just yeah. A, it's an electronic auto I mode. Know. That's not yeah, it's, but it's tricky. It's really neat. Those I love seeing. Uh, I would almost consider that like to be an 
uh, like unconventional instrument in a certain aspect. I always see people bringing in like crazy keys and different things like that. But you know, yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's true. pretty cool. So uh, from your like uh, guitar style, uh, I hear a lot of like Bill Callahan. Am I wrong? Oh, I love Bill Callahan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, I guess. I'm not too familiar with it. Our old host, uh, James from Local Shakedown, is very big into like American primiv- primitivism. Whatever, yeah. um, but I guess like how much is like uh, I don't know Bill Callahan and like Bonnie Prince Billy. Like how much is that? What you, you would say you kind of not consciously, but sort of like subconsciously. Yeah, sure. That rubs you. off on me, of course. I'm, uh, definitely, yeah, yeah. And uh, and somebody who I think is also just amazing. That's uh, maybe. I don't know. Hasn't he's somewhat underrated? Whatever is uh, uh, Damien Gerardo? Do you oh, know yeah, Damien? yeah, and he's Damien coming Gerardo. to play soon. Yeah, yeah in, in right. Denver, and and he's I've seen him play a few times mm-hmm. in Europe, and it, they've been some of the best shows that I've seen. And the same, also I noticed that uh, Dave Rawlings and uh, Gillian Welch are coming yeah. as well soon, and uh, uh, that some of those shows were some of the best shows I've ever seen. I, I'm a big fan of, the, of both of mm-hmm. them too. So uh, yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, um, we also had, I mean, I, I wish, I wish James is here. He'd probably like talk your ear off about it. We, uh, <laughs> uh, Glenn Jones, we, we recently had like an interview with him, but, uh, what did you think of that album? It's just like a small, like, you know, what did you think? Of which, of which one? Uh, Glenn Jones. Oh, he's, uh, he's amazing. I, uh, he is another American primi- primitivism yeah. artist, but he was like in a punk band. Okay, and I have then, to. I'm embarrassed. I really I need to oh, check it I'm, out. I'm sorry. sorry, no, no, yeah, no don't yeah. be sorry. But I know the name, but I need to really check. Okay, I'll go home and, and, and do totally. some homework. Well, there's, <laughs> Glenn there's, Jones. Yeah, there's okay. New, yeah, some new music. There's for still, you. there still is new music out there. That's so. Right, yeah. Where can people find your music? Uh, well, Dusty um, Stray on Facebook. Yeah, for sure. Facebook, please uh, do all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but my okay, the the album. If you want to buy the new album, which is on, it's on vinyl, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's all over the main record stores in Denver, uh-huh. uh, like what what are they called? Uh, wax, uh, wax, uh, tracks wax tracks and Twist and Shout. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and uh, Absolute Al- Vinyl and yeah, Boulder. Yeah, exactly. Bart's. Uh, albums on the Hill, and Bart's and uh, uh, oh, also at the, um, uh, Mutiny, uh, Mutiny Mutiny Information Cafe. Cafe. Yeah, I'm playing nice. there in the end of August as well. So uh, you're you're having a show coming up soon. Yeah, right? here. Right? Yeah, here. Laughing Goat. Ah, the Laughing nice. Goat on the 10th, so a week from tonight, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, 8 o'clock. <laughs> and also, check out Dusty Stray's videos on YouTube. They're really, really cool. Uh, but thank you so much for coming in. Oh, you're so welcome. That yeah, was an uh, awesome set. Uh, catch Dusty Stray at the Laughing Goat. Is it June 10th? Uh, yeah. June, June 10th. 10th. All right, awesome. This has been the Local Shakedown Radio 1190. Coming up next, I'm going to be playing a track by uh, Mogwai called... She Wave, uh, you're listening to Radio 1190, KVCU, Boulder. <laughs>